0: you guys know who i am but if you don't i'm alex russell uh this is the final episode of season two so just like season one we are going to do a topic episode uh this one i feel is going to be a great one for everybody in this industry Uh, we're going to do health and wellness and i've got a couple of uh, great guys that i think that have gone through some difficult times in their detailing career and have kind of managed to deal with it, kind of overcome it. Uh, so I'm hoping that their, um, knowledge, their, their advice will maybe reach somebody, uh, maybe who's going through the same thing or doesn't know they're going through the same thing and needs to, um, look for the signs. So with, um, anything else, let's jump into it. Thank you. Three. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. Um, this week, uh, for the finale of season two, um, I wanted to do something on health and wellness. I figured it's, it's a, a very big issue that we have in our industry. And so I've got three guys on who I feel are um, very prominent in the industry, but have had some issues. And we could talk about their stories and how maybe it can help you guys? So if you guys introduce yourselves.
1: So I'll jump in at once. Yeah. Hey guys, exactly Levi from the Rag that Company, that. Levi Gates. Uh, I've been a detailer for almost 25 years. And uh, I guess you could say my ailment is I have a lot of early onset osteoarthritis, uh, that uh is extremely painful and uh I've been doing a lot of stuff this year to try and minimize that. Uh, but it's just overuse. It's doing the same motions my whole life since I was a teenager. So who else?
2: I'm Walt Sanders, Big sexy from the Detail Spa. I've been detailing for 15 years. My ailment is I um, had acute kidney damage and erosive esophagus. So the kidneys are doing much better. The esophagus is still pretty tore up. It's going to take some time to heal that from energy drinks just tearing me up over the years.
0: All right. And then Brian, how about you?
3: Uh, my illness is uh was came about in 2016, where uh, where I found out that uh, skin cancer was a was a part of my agenda, and uh, basically had a. A lot of dissection since then. Sorry,
0: and that's Brian Guy since he didn't want to introduce himself. It's Brian Guy with Swiss Facts.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: I'm Brian Guy. Um, we so, love you, Brian. It's fine.
2: So sorry, my,
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, my first question is, you know, how did you guys find out about all this? Um, you know, as far as like what took place, what did you guys, you know, what ended up happening to you to come across this and something that maybe people, other detailers need to start paying attention to or looking out for maybe to try and catch it early themselves?
2: So for me, I was completely overbooked and was just trying to do too much. And I was ignoring all the symptoms I had as far as I was getting a lot of like pain in my back, pain in my side, extreme fatigue. I was buffing a car and I would get real tired sitting in the stool, just buffing the car, I'd get real tired and ultimately ended up going to the emergency room because I was having a hard time breathing, sweating profusely. And, and when I say sweating profusely, I mean, it looked like somebody dumped a five gallon bucket of water on me. That's how, how soaking what I was. I was leaving puddles on the floor. Um, so I ended up in the emergency room. They kept me for two days and found some other issues while I was in there. And ultimately, um, just about everything was directly related to energy drinks.
0: Right. And you just, I mean, I know we talked about this before, but just for maybe people that haven't caught your episode before, tell us how many energy drinks were you going through a day?
2: So at the bare minimum, it was four. It could be all the way up to eight. Um, I think I averaged around four to six a day. I was starting my day off with a, with a monster, a five-hour energy, and an Adderall. And I would repeat that at noon. Wow. Yeah. So so all just was, because
1: you wanted to keep up with
2: work. Yeah, exactly. Just, Absolutely. I mean, you're a detailer times money, so you want to work as fast yeah. as you can. And I just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And even though I was drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated, all the vitamins and supplements that are in the energy drinks completely threw off my electrolytes. So I basically diluted everything that was in my body because I was trying to keep up with water that it just completely wiped me out. I would cramp up out of nowhere. Um, so luckily the kidney damage was reversible. They caught it in time, but they definitely did not let me leave that night. Yeah. Well, wow.
0: what, what happened to you is, is something that I think a majority of the detailing industry deals with because there's a lot of guys who are, you know just pounding energy drinks or five hour energies or whatever, just because you know, either they've got a huge workload or they're a, you know, single guy um, shop and they're just trying to kill it.
3: I know that we've all been there. I used yep. to brag about it myself. I don't think it's anything to brag about anymore.
2: Yeah, the The night before I went to the hospital, I had a, a post on I can't remember what group it was, but I had a post Holding a five hour energy saying it's nine o'clock, who cares? Let's get this shit done. And then literally the next day, not even twenty-four hours later, I'm in the emergency room. Jeez so up. it can it can hit you out of nowhere. But I, I do have to say I was I was drinking energy drinks like that for about twelve years. So it's not like I just did it one day. It was an accumulation that yeah. added up.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Brian, you yours was how did, you have, how did yours come about? What were your symptoms?
3: Uh, my symptoms, I kind of started feeling them around uh, 2014, 2015. And I was, even on, uh, like, if you go back and look at some of the posts that I did on uh, detailed image, for example, you know, I actually did a post in relation before I even knew about it, um, but it was just something that was sitting in my gut and I was like, curious what was you know what was wrong something was not right though and uh basically what how it ended up really coming about is I had a really good customer I was at his I was at his house and uh um you know and he basically told me he said Brian if I you know if you don't have an answer for that thing on your neck by the next time I see you he said you don't come back here you know and because I love this guy to death and he loves me that you know I went and uh got myself checked out so that was 2015, 2015, I basically had four Mohs procedures all in the same area, which a Mohs procedure is basically, uh, if you get like a skin cancer or some type of a squamous cell, which is basically what I had, they, or a basal cell, you they would basically cut it off and under most circumstances, you know, most people are fine, you know, they just kind of cut it off and that's it. Right. By the time I got to the fifth Mohs procedure in the same area, I was really frustrated. I was a who I was paying a fortune to. And, you know, and uh, and he basically told me, he said, he said, man, we have to get you into cancer treatment facility ASAP. He's like, you know, he's like, you've, you've gone beyond the dermatology point. So, and uh, so in 2016, that was like, it was the start of 2016. That was when I learned that. I needed to go to cancer treatment center. So in relation to the auto detailing business, and uh, we don't like, uh, you know, like the big points that I would like to get across is, is that, you know, my, like my business was going smoothly. You know, I was just doing my normal thing, cleaning a car, cleaning a car, cleaning a car. And one day it stopped, you know? And I think that's the thing that, you know, that you can never be prepared for. Like, I wasn't prepared for somebody to tell me that I had to stop doing what I was doing. Right. You know, Um, when I went into cancer, you know, you can have this massive surgery and then go into cancer treatment for an entire year. And then, you know, uh, and then detail cars while you're in there, you know, while you're doing that, it just, you know, because going to cancer treatment itself is a full time job. I was there Monday through Friday for probably about eight, nine months straight you know so there was no there was no uh there was no time to consider like hey let me keep running my business basically like I said you know everything came to a very abrupt stop and when it first started I was thinking in my head I said you know what no problem you know what I mean as soon as this is all over with I'm gonna jump right back on you know what I mean like the attitude I had The attitude that I had, you know, prior to going into it was completely different than the attitude that I had coming out of it. Basically, um, it put me on my ass more than I thought it would. You know, I did not think I I did not think it was going to play that big of a role, but it did. You know, it it really put me down. So, um, you know, so coming back into it was far more difficult and is still to, to date far more difficult, you know, um, I, am I'm, 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 I'm constantly up to physical challenges, you know, any, anytime I'm detailing a car, um, you know, so like, it's, uh, it's something that, like I said, you know, all the detailers are not prepared for, right. but it's something to take into consideration, you know, and if I could go back, I would have done many things differently, but I, I mean, unfortunately mine was caused from, it had like, I had, like, close to 12 years prior of, of like, really bad care, self-care, you totally. know, so with all that really bad self-care, you know, like, you don't just make up for it in a year, you know, if you have right. 12 years of self-bad care, it's going to take you more than a year to fix yourself, you know, you're going to need lots of years to fix yourself. Yeah. So this um, wasn't
0: this wasn't something that was necessarily like just being out in the sun detailing, but at the same time,
1: not contribute to it,
0: right? Mobile guys
1: like,
3: can, like, yeah. The like the sun will do it. It's a combination of a lot of things, you know. I mean, with with skin cancer, it can't. I mean, there's a lot of variables. So, but. It, You know, everything I've learned over the years for myself being an auto detailer and what I can what I can claim to be my own is, is that it's a mixture of the sun and the chemicals. Right. Between the sun and the chemical exposure, because my first uh, 10 years in the auto detailing business was completely mobile. Right. Completely. No, it wasn't until, you know, geez, uh sometime early 2000s you know like sometime around the time when like Facebook started shortly after I was coming out of my mobile detailing you know atmosphere and starting and you know starting to really restrict myself to garages and being indoors and things like that so for all the years that say social media may have knew me I was actually in practice of doing the right things during those years, but it was all the years prior that, right. you know, did it. you know, so, but again, with skin cancer, there's a lot of variables. It could come down to, you know, uh, you know, just, uh, how it, it just didn't mix well with me, you know? Right. So, yeah, but there's a, but there's a lot of stuff to look into with that. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, the chemicals that we do expose ourselves to are, they are, bad you think the Red Bull that uh, you know Walt mentioned you know what I mean like when when we're when we're diving into when when like we're diving into chemicals and Red Bulls and uh, 7-Eleven pizzas you know we're just asking for poison you know oh yeah for sure like so so you know and I've been in the same situation you know with uh, being into the hospital you know, prior to the cancer treatment, going into the hospital for lung damage because because you're polishing wearing a mask and you're, you know, inhaling so much, you know, dust, fiberglasses, you know what I mean? Like there's so much to inhale. So the the environment that we put ourselves into within a detailing realm is you know, we, we, we have to take it into consideration of actually how bad it really is. We don't, we don't, you know, like our, our biggest downfall as a detailer is, is that we're more in tune to taking care of the customer than we are
0: ourselves. Oh yeah.
3: yeah. It's, a, it's a characteristic trait that I know that so many people across the board here, you know, share the same characteristic trait, you know, and, and it's so hard to say here, listen, you know, like doing your car is bad for my health. Like, right. you know, um put like put me in a good environment and i'll do your car you know yeah so like that's not easy to say you know um in saying over the my last four or five years i've lost several customers because of that you know because i'm just not willing you know to go out you know and then uh, destroy myself
0: right you know and your your quality of life is more important now than just you know going out there and trying to crush cars and you know,
3: be a slur. We have to learn that though. I didn't think that prior to this happening to me, dude, I was like the guy who would post the lion, you know what I mean? Like be a lion, you know? I'm not about that anymore. I'm actually very scared of the word passion. Passion, in my eyes, is a double edged sword. Um, you know, because if I become too passionate about something, I also know that that same passion has the passion to kill me as well. You know, so I'm sure I, I, I found a place for myself to where I can walk on a fine line. And, uh, and it's really hard to balance. You know, it's really hard right. to balance because when we find something that we enjoy, like auto detailing, for example, you know what I mean? Like it's so easy to dive right back into it, you know? Yeah.
0: Right. And, um, well, and it's, uh, how, did, how did you come about yours? I mean, I, I've listened to your podcast, so I kind of know, you know, a little bit of what you've indulged, but, you know, for everybody else, how did you come about your osteoporosis? Your
1: so, yeah. So I, I, You know, for a while, majority, about 10 years, I was in a high production, high volume shop. Uh, And so time is money. You got to get it done. You got to work. And when when I left that and opened my own shop in 2011, uh, I opened my own business. And I was by myself for those first about, gosh, probably first six months. It was just me by myself. Um, I had a few accounts, some dealer work. Uh, as well as some of my retail customers, and I brought them over to my shop. And, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'm a, I got my own place. I can do this. Like, now it's upon me to do it. And I woke up one morning, and my right arm didn't work. Just I couldn't lift myself up out of bed with it. And I thought, that's weird. And I told my wife, and she's like, well, just take some ibuprofen, which I, at the time I didn't realize, but I had been popping probably a 1000 milligrams of ibuprofen every day for the last four or five years to just stop the pain that I was feeling uh, every morning. And it finally just got to a point that my arm just stopped working. And so uh, went to the doctor, he sent me over to an orthopedist, went to the orthopedist. And and by the time though, I got in, it had been like a week. And I was like, you know, my my arm's moving again. It's It's feeling pretty good. I feel all right. And he just touched me and just about dropped me to the floor and he goes you're not fixed and uh we're gonna do a full body scan we're gonna see what you got here and uh he basically said look i gotta do surgery on your shoulder um when your hands when do you remember when your hands were tingling and i said yeah he goes do you remember when that stopped and i said yeah you know usually when i polish it, it happens he goes well did your wrists start hurting a while back and i said yeah they they were they were starting to hurt but you know i got some braces and they went away i take ibuprofen in the morning it goes away he goes and then your elbows your elbows started hurting i said yeah they they, they did but that pain kind of went away and he goes well what happened was your hands were taking on that force your your wrists started taking that on to compensate right that was when you were supposed to to slow down and stop and see me he goes but you didn't you kept going and then your wrists took on the weight and the action. Well, your wrists gave, your, or your elbows gave out. So your hands gave out, your wrists gave out, your elbows gave out. Now it's into your shoulders. Your shoulders are done. There's oh. not much left. So you need to have surgery. And the funny thing was at that point, I thought, oh, my boss previously, the guy who owned the shop that was a very high production shop, he had just, I quit on him on his shoulder surgery, the exact same shoulder surgery they were telling me I was gonna need. right? And I was like, look, man, I'm starting my own shop. Like, I know this is not the right time, but I'll give you a month to recuperate. And then I'm gonna go. And he's like, nah, you can just bounce, you're out. Thankfully now we've, uh, you know, now, you know, almost 10 years later we've reconciled and he's still a good friend. But it was funny to go like, oh, I never thought that same stuff that was happening with him was gonna happen to me. So I just told them, I said, look, I can't do surgery. You got to do something because I can't stop working. I'm, I'm not there yet. And right. he goes, that's fine. I'll just fill you full of cortisone over the next few years. This is how we're going to space it out. This is what you need to be doing. Just be careful. Slow down. I said, ooh, I still can't do that. And <laughs> I kept going. Uh, brought on more employees. Just kept growing the shop. Was still working. Still doing stuff. Right. Um, and problem happened again. And he said, I can't get you in. I can't get you any more cortisone this time. It was the other arm. And he goes, you're, you you can not do this. We're now five years in. And that's when the rag company thankfully came to the rescue, right. put me behind the desk and had me travel. And that's when I sold my business. But it was, it was one of those things where if I didn't do that, I was on the way to needing serious surgery that would put me out for about a year. Uh, with everything I needed to do. And the fact that, you know, my orthopedist was saying, look, I do this shoulder surgery. You cannot go back to that same action that you're doing and using that shoulder in for six months because it has to heal. Otherwise I redo the surgery. Uh, that scared me. Uh, I recently got to a point where same thing happened. I'm 41. I'll be 41 a couple months. Woke up in the morning, shoulder didn't work. I'm not, detailing every single day. I detail maybe once a week, maybe a couple times a month, depending on what customers I get in into my garage, my home garage. And I, I, I watch myself, I pace myself. It takes me two days now to do a three and a half, four hour detail. Right. Because that's how I pace myself out. But the fact that even though that very minimum stuff, if I hold a polisher for more than an hour, my elbows hurt, my shoulders hurt, my hands hurt. I'm still a strong person. I'm still physically strong enough to do stuff, right. but I can't, I can't go hard in the paint anymore, as they say. I can't, I can't do those things without the fact that, like he says, hey, you need Tommy John surgery on both elbows. Wow. We need to go in and have fix your shoulders. You know, I went in a couple of weeks. And I got up about two months ago and had them break up a calcium deposit that was the uh, size of a gumball in my shoulder.
0: Holy
1: cow. just to break it up and then inject it with cortisone to keep it moving because they're like look we can do surgery but you're kind of gonna be stuck and i was like i i'm back in that same place where i don't have six months to recuperate i right. don't have that time to to sit and just not do anything and i i don't have the money to do that yeah you know? and so it's hard because it's in a spot where it's like you're gonna have to pay for it at some point the piper is gonna come and it's gonna tell you you can't do it anymore And I, I'm thankful Brian was stronger than me to be able to take that time and, and recuperate because I'm, I'm not as strong as him. I can't, I can't stop, you know, and it is,
3: and, and Walt, you're changing
1: your ways, (laughs) Walt, man. I just secured a Pepsi sponsorship and I live and breathe Diet Pepsi, man. That's, that's my life. So, Uh, I I mean, you guys are a lot stronger than me,
3: so (laughs) It's it's not easy man i mean you know like levi since i got you here like you know like this year you know some of you, you guys some of you guys know that I, i've done a lot of work over at the dealership you yeah know. i did way more than i was supposed to you know what yeah. i mean but um, that's because that's in you you know yes i know so that same animal man i gonna come things that I just said because at this end of the day I kind of didn't learn a thing Uh, I I I found myself I was just I just had 11 staples in my head just three months ago because of because of throwing myself into the environment you know what I mean and like I know that if I would have stayed away I like I know that if I would have stayed away that I can mentally think of the things that I'm supposed to do to take care of myself you know, as I threw myself into the environment, I go right back to dirty old habits. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> that so for like myself, it, it just takes time to learn like, Hey, listen, if this is the type of person that I am, then I know that I have to, you know what I mean? Like I have no choice, you know what I mean? Like I have four kids, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've had a lot of time to reflect You know, um, I was really grateful for the one year time. That was a that was a massive reflection. Um, But coming out of it, you know what I mean? And like, okay, I mean, since 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 we're on the topic of health and everything and like we all just kind of suffered a bad year, Uh, dude, like for the last three years of my life, I've been in a massive depression hole, you know. Uh, And I'm sure that most every auto detailer can relate. So I'm not going to feel bad about saying it, you know what I mean? So like, but yeah, I've, I've been in a massive depression hole because auto detailing has been my life. I've, I've, I've apparently made a career out of it. And, uh, and, and then there's also something inside of me that says, get the hell away from it. You know what I mean? So like, um, basically trying to find and rediscover yourself and like how you can go how about this without going back to the dirty old ways? Right. These are not these are not easy things to accomplish. As you know what I mean? Like we as people, we're very stubborn.
0: You know. Well, I think I, it I goes. Mean, I think it goes back to what you were saying about having the passion, and that is one thing that, at least from what I've, you know, almost every detailer I've ever met is we, here. just we all have that passion. Like we want to, to do the job, do the job right um you know it's it's somebody even mentioned to me before it's almost like we're artists right you know i mean the 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 car is our canvas and we're not painting some elaborate picture we're just making the paint clear again um so you know when somebody when when i forget who it was that told me that you know it kind of made me think a lot of the people that i know that are in detailing in some way, shape, or form, were a little bit artistic or have been artistic, you know, like to draw, like to um, color things and and whatnot. So I I think it's like you said, Brian, it all goes back to being passionate about it. And even though you know, you shouldn't be pushing yourself as hard as you are, you do because you have the passion for it. And it's something that- you're. I agreed.
3: And like Walt said, you know what I mean? Like we drive ourselves, you know what I mean? To stay up late at nights. we drive ourselves, you know what I mean? Uh, but we do this, we, yeah, because we're dumping ourselves into the work,
2: Right. you know what I mean?
3: Uh, and most of these stories, you're going to hear from somebody who is either a solo artist or only has maybe one or two halftime employees or whatever. You know what i mean but you're not going to hear this from the guy who has the shop with a big grand and you know like a lot of employees like this right. is a great way of this is a great business you know going about it this way you know but if you do go about it in the artistic manner yeah dude we dump our heart and soul into those cars that the customers never know about you know exactly. like like like, we much thought and effort. We've done so much homework. We've, you know, we've like prepared ourselves beyond measure. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, uh, so we're, dude, we're, we're like giving these cars everything that we got. You know what I mean? Even right. if we know that we're not even going to give it our all, it's still coming out the luckiest car ever. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. so, like, it's like 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 uh, man like that word passion it gets tossed around our industry like hotcakes you know what i mean like and it is it's it's like it's it's like you have to have it it's i think that it's like you have to have it but i like my thought on it is is to just be careful if you have it you know like because like it's uh yeah like that type of passion um, you know i've 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 learned to think that the that the, that the saying you know if you love something go or, or i'm sorry if you love something let it go right i'm like i believe that that quote came from somebody who loved an art or a passion of some kind i don't believe it was a relationship it's like that's just the way i want to perceive it you know i believe that right. whoever made this quote was in love with their work you know, right. and, uh, and to be able to love something enough, it's a good thing to do.
0: Right. Exactly. So, um, so it's given me a nine minute countdown. So we'll try to get through this next question as quickly as we can. And then I guess we'll all have to jump back on. Um, what are some changes that you guys had to make, um, in your normal work routine after,
2: you know, finding out what you guys have found out? So basically for me, I had to start drinking a lot more water, which wasn't fun. Um, luckily, I got I to go through the caffeine withdrawal while I was in the hospital and they were pumping me full of IVs and stuff. So I didn't get the nasty headaches or anything, but um, I still fall back into it where I drink a lot. Today was one of those days. Um, but mostly I just had to start being a little bit more self-conscious about what I'm putting into me, what I'm putting into my body and um, All right. working out and just overall keeping up with my doctors that was one thing i never went to the doctor until all this happened and now it's the best thing so all right now you have like a do you try
0: to schedule out like i got to make sure i drink you know enough water here or you know if i'm gonna throw a soda in or something like that just to have flavor but i need to counterbalance it with water do you try to schedule it out or or plan it out or is it just kind of whatever
2: It, it just kind of flows i just have to make sure i have water with me at the shop because we have terrible water here. Gotcha. Um, so that's when I'll run into issues if I don't bring water with me. I'll just go buy soda or energy drinks or whatever. Right. But, yeah. Gotcha. How
1: about you, Levi? Yeah. Uh, so um, me, it's, it's, it's making sure I space out what I'm doing. So uh, like this weekend, I worked on an interior, just an interior detail on a wash. Uh, and I didn't stretch. And as stupid as that sounds, um, it was, you know, nine o'clock last night when I was having shoulder like pains that were piercing and kept me up. Um, and, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, I didn't do this. And I, I, I didn't, I, I went easy and I went simple, but it's literally, It is literally just the act of moving you know doing a chicken dance almost with my arms that i can't do that you know my arms are good at giving hugs and i can't even do that with covid but it's like it's it's weird that any motion any repetitive motion right is is what's damaging and so Stretching has become a very important thing to do
0: before I detail. And it sounds funny, but I mean, I have to do it or I'm in pain all night. So do you have like any kind of routine or do you just do like circle arm motion or or Uh,
1: a lot of it is, yeah, just moving my shoulders back and forth. And then I do I do another one for my elbows uh, that I stretch those out because those are the ones that that are in the most pain and the most pain that, you know, I can't really fix. Uh, my shoulders, they were like, you know, there were many more options other than surgery that I could work on. Um, uh, my elbows were like, look, you, you got to stretch them because we can do surgery, but those surgeries are only about 50 to 60% successful. Oh, so wow. your success rate on them is you're, you're going to have that pain again. And, uh, it, it may just come back. So try and keep them strong. Right. And, uh, just, I have to really watch a lot of it is I need to drink more water and I don't. Well, that's uh, one of those things that that uh, I need to make sure of, and I joke with the guys: the water just doesn't taste
0: good.
2: That yeah, just- it doesn't. <laughs>
0: so, um, and, well, that's, uh, you know, that's joke. why that's why I do the the Crystal Light, you know, yeah. or or at the shop I take I take the little like I'll get a like, little
1: starter. Mio squirters. I've got some yeah, of those. Yeah, and
0: Yeah, because I, I mean to, I'm I bad too. I'll go, get a, I'll go get a soda to start my day because I'm not a coffee drinker. So yeah. I'll get a soda to start my day off and give me that caffeine boost. But then I try to stick to water the rest of the time. And it's kind of interesting you mentioned about stretching because um, there's another detailer in, um, in Georgia. His name's Yasser uh, with Red Clay Detailing. Mm-hmm. Um, and about a year ago, um, he started doing like detailer stretching videos. Um, yeah. he, he was kind of trying to and I don't know, I don't know, I haven't seen him post it um, too much lately, but, you know, he, he kind of came up with these little, you know, stretches and cardio type things that you could do in the shop or, or, you know, mobile um, just to kind of get you warmed up and loose, loosen for the day. Um, and I always thought that that was a, a pretty good thing that he kind of took that on his own to try and put out there in the detail world, because I'm, horrible at it I mean I get to the shop and I just start plugging stuff in and going to it but you know maybe I
1: yeah it's 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 definitely a weird thing when you have to do that uh, because I know for you know Walt and Brian and many others Alex same way it it's not in our nature no and you know to take five minutes and just I mean I'm still fighting pain today and it's and I had to wash a car today for a video and it's like I lifted that pressure washer up and I was like, oh, nope. grab my elbow oh
0: wow.
1: anyways because I couldn't lift my arm up the rest of the way and it's just a pressure washer gun. Oh, geez. Um, <clears> but <throat> it's it's the fact that you know, I still had to make a video for it and I and you know you still got to work through the pain on it. but it's making sure you take a few minutes stretch, you know and yeah. just be careful because I look at I don't even, I worked at a car wash that used to spray hydrofluoric acid. They would foam hydrofluoric acid on cars all day. And we would laugh at, at, at the new kids that had to prep the cars and spray them off. And that foam was, you know, you were getting blown. You're getting a, a nice wind of hydrofluoric foam that you could breathe in, really fill your lungs with hydrofluoric acid. Um, and I'm still waiting for, for that call when uh, I, yeah, they're, I've, they're
0: telling I, me that's not going to work anymore. Right. Uh, I've, I've been there. I mean, my 20 plus years of the car wash, you know, and especially yeah. when you've got to run through the tunnel to try and like <laughs> catch something or fix something. And you're just getting, showered with soaked yeah, yeah with everything exactly the stove nice. the, 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 the the great the, iron decon yeah yep. exactly. um how about yeah. you brian what are some things that that you've kind of changed up in in your work routine we got about two minutes before we have to go to part two
3: dude i wish i had a better answer for you man mm. <laughs> I, I really do i really do it was, like i said it's like I'm a, I'm a creature of habit you know and uh My habit as an auto tailor, you know, it's just not good. You know, I will always put the car and customer before myself, no matter what, you know what I mean? So it's uh, for myself, that is what it is. My thing is, is I'll just space it out, you know, like I'll do a one car, two cars a month. You know what I mean? Space it out, give myself, you know what I mean? Plenty of time in between each vehicle, you know?
0: That's good, and and i I know I know at the dealership, um, I know at the dealership you guys got a pretty nice little fancy um, yeah. shop space there. So you, you know you're probably the environment. Just- yeah, the environment is
3: good. You know what I mean, but uh, yeah, uh, but it's not you know like yeah. you know like a good environment is good but at the you know at the end of the day like man if i go to Seven Eleven to go grab my lunch and i grab you know three hot dogs a piece of pizza and uh like well you know red bull just to get through the day you know what i mean that's uh, that's right. no favor to myself you know it's that's like true. and yeah. and, my, and then i get home and my wife's like oh you know i i could have packed you a bag of carrots i'm like what the yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, what do i want a bag of carrots I'm, yeah. you know? you know so it like it's just really hard man it's really hard i'm sure that each each individual is going to struggle on their own way with it you know but it's just you know find the find the balance that works best for you
0: yeah um okay so we're about to get kicked off um i've got like two more questions so uh if you guys don't mind if it when it kicks us off, we'll just jump back in. Um, I think this is going pretty good so far. So, yeah. um Right on. Yeah. We'll
1: see what. Yeah. I, no. So I was I was just gonna say. Yeah, I did. I was gonna <laughs> test it. I was gonna see if they were gonna <laughs> let me. If they were not. The Zoom gods decided well, against
0: it. Yeah, it was giving me a countdown all the way to one minute. And then it yeah. said less than a minute. So that's why I was like, we could be cut off anytime. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, let's see. Let's see. Let's try it.
0: Yeah. So there's the
1: Walt. Let's see if Brian jumps back on. Yeah, there we go. There All right. Is. So, Brian, what I was going to tell you real quick, though, is one of Jump. my guys just went to the doctor this last week and had a ton of stuff cut out of him.
3: A skin oh, cancer?
1: Wow. Yeah. And he was the one dude in the last, I've known him for 16 years. He worked with me at the old shop and then came to work for me. And then my guy, Matt, who took over my shop and renamed it, started it again. uh, He, he works for Matt and the two of them, all they do now is PPF. They don't even detail anymore. They just do PPF uh, out of their shop. And uh, they, uh, he, he just had it. And, and for him, he was the one guy that uh he worked just about every day with his shirt on that was his thing and he'd go sleep in the sun and hang out and
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Jeez.
1: that was his life was sunlight and I've, I've, he didn't I wear it, vitamin d but he didn't he didn't do anything with sunscreen uh he joked that you know better or worse uh, sunscreen was for pussies and uh he posted it the other day and I was like oh my gosh I need to give him a call so uh, but yeah had a bunch cut out of him so yeah Yeah. no like I found
3: you know I found that uh just picking up uh SPF clothing you know and then you know the like the time that I've spent with my cancer doctors I've had a lot of questions so uh, you know and uh and their and, and their take on sunscreen as well is not that good you know, yeah. like, like sunscreen's not going to help us that much, um, you know, but if we can cover ourselves up, you know, with the uh, SPF clothing, that's so that's kind of what I've done. I mean, I've got like, you know, if I'm driving in the car, you know what I mean? And like, we know that we always got our left arm, you know, hanging out the, yeah. you know, hanging out the window, you know, um, I'll make sure that my left arm has an SPF cover over it. You know what I mean? Just, just simply driving down the road um you know so like but covering ourselves up with uh, good clothing is actually you know from my understanding better than the better than the uh sunscreens you know yeah i mean and and technically sunscreens can't be that good because some of them have just been illegal to ship to california as of recent so
0: (laughs) i think i think everything's illegal to ship to california now yeah right i was was talking with with billy bogus from american detail garage um we did a podcast with him a couple weeks back and he was telling me he's got to relabel all of his labels um now for it's crazy Um, so how has this affected not only your detailing life but your home life
3: anybody else
1: (laughs) well so for me the biggest thing like my wife was the one when I opened my shop her big fear was chemicals were going to do me in and so when I opened my shop she goes you're now in charge you don't have to answer to anybody it's your own place you need safe stuff and you've got two little kids i i can't be a widow i need you here so um that changing over to safe chemicals m- being more on the line with biodegradable stuff uh, i still do that in my home garage because uh, my kids come out and they want to play and they want right. to work on stuff and they want to do stuff um i have a respirator when i'm compounding when i'm polishing uh our dust mask uh, so because now it's I'm at home and so if I let any of that stuff out or I'm spraying you know I don't want to acid wash a car uh and have my kid riding his bike around right I'm not I'm not going to have that I'm not going to do that right um and so there are certain things for certain customers that I I have to do like Brian said I just have to say no I can't I'm not set up for that here in my house and um I'm not set up to do those types of things and I look at that and go, man, if I got to remove those water spots, I've got I've to do this and I got to do that. And that's just not in it. Now I'll run to the car wash and I'll do it, you know, in one of their bays. Uh, if it's a, you know, good friend of mine that I can say, look, man, I'll, I'll do you a solid and help you out here. But even then I've got a respirator on, I've got gloves, right. I've got a lot of stuff because I just got to be careful. But on top of that, it's making more time for my family. And so working on the weekends, one of the benefits of spacing, say, a four-hour detail out over two days is I can still stop what I'm doing and say, all right, kids, let's go for a walk, or let's go ride our bikes, or let's go do something. Um, I can still take a moment and do that. For work, though, it's it's I try to turn myself off when right. I'm home. Uh, I try not to answer questions about work because... I eat, sleep and breathe rag company and uh, the questions never stop. The customer service stuff doesn't ever stop. Um, And I just try to make sure that when I'm with my kids and I'm home with them and my wife, uh, those few hours, it's set my phone off and don't touch it. And then I pick it back up at eight or nine o'clock and after they're in bed and I'll run through some stuff, but I try to just put my phone away. Um, because if i'm not thinking about it i'm not in the groups i'm not right it's it's trying to quell that passion brian is the easiest way to describe it right i try to think like when i'm at work i'm at work when i'm home i need to find other things to do i need to be with my kids i need to be with my wife i need to not think about cars and
3: yeah detailing and polishes to 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 for myself to answer that question that's the exact thing that's improved in my home life um, prior to 2016 I was the dad who was always on the phone always working never made enough time for my little yeah. one right you know what I mean? like I put my work ahead of them all the time so many times you know I remember my kids standing in front of a glass door you know what I mean? While I'm doing my thing on the other end of the glass and like, I can still remember their faces, you know? Um, so I've had enough time to repair that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I have four kids, like my wife and I, we had two kids early on and then we had two kids later on. Basically what I'm getting is a remake or a redo, right? right. Like in my eyes, like my Oh, my, my oldest two kids, they, they suffered to a degree of not having daddy around, um, but they understand. Now my other, two, right. then my other two kids, my older two kids get to watch me be the daddy that I was supposed to be for them, you know? So it's a difficult thing, you know what I mean? Um, to spread ourselves thin with with having enough time because there's never enough time you know what i mean like i have a you know i you we we all have a bazillion things we got to do there's just never enough time you know so but like this uh like for myself it's been being able to give my family the time that they deserve you know and uh, keeping my eyes open enough to appreciate it you know what i mean like i um like i i just made a post on my instagram stories for example and like you know like this last this last year for example like i spent more time observing other people in their passionate zones because i admire that you know i i've 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 mentally taken myself out of my passion zones you know what i mean to the point of like i said like a heartache almost and uh right. but the uh so for me to watch other people inside of their passion zones, to be killing it, to be growing their businesses, to be, uh, you know what I mean? To just be really excited about what's in front of them. Those are things that drive me right now. And I, and like, I'm getting my rocks off by seeing others do it instead of me doing it myself. Um, yeah. So like, that's changed at home. You know, because I used to like to be ahead of the curve. I used to like to, you know what I mean, show what I was doing. Right. Now I, I, I you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I, you know what I mean? I'm more inclined to be like, what are you doing, dude? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Where that was a characteristic trait that I probably didn't, like, I may have had it before, but I didn't appreciate it enough. You know, um, so I enjoy definitely, definitely, you know, watching others, you know, be passionate and inspiring, and you know, and things like that. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like I said, deep, detailing deep, deep is just a fine balance, man. It's, it's yeah. a fine balance. It's a very tough career. It is. You know. How
2: about you, Walt? Well, How's it? to kind of touch on what Brian said it was like um, kind of like a second chance for me um, one of the things they found when I was in the hospitals they found some masses and enlarged lymph nodes and luckily after a bunch of biopsies I don't have cancer so that's a plus but it definitely got me thinking about you know more family time work-life balance so I'm, I'm trying to not I try to only work late nights a couple of nights a week um, I take Sundays off now so I'm, I'm slowly getting into it, but it's hard because I do have such a passion and such a drive for what I do that it makes sure. it really difficult sometimes for me to separate and take time off, but I'm working on it. So, but that yeah, was the biggest the, thing for me is it was like a second chance. Yeah, I think,
0: I think that's the biggest thing for everybody. Um, I mean, thankfully for me, I did all that stuff in my car wash career working 60 plus hours a week because of what was required for me there.
2: But thankfully, when I was able to do this,
0: I was able to pull back and be able to stay home more with my wife and my daughter and actually watch her grow a little bit more and be more involved oh. especially now that she's been doing cheerleading and things like that so i was very fortunate enough that that i was able to do that when i stepped away from the car wash um kind of deal i mean she was at that age where she was actually cool to be around like that three four, <laughs> you know like like three and four you can start doing stuff with them i mean yeah, when like, when yeah. day, like, you know <laughs> they just yeah yeah out, yeah um so that, that, that was a good thing for me. Um, and and kind of lastly, um, what recommendations um, would you guys give detailers to help them uh, preserve their health and preserve their body um, and, and that you guys have you know, been through and kind of seen what maybe you should have done? I know, Levi, you mentioned a lot of things in your podcast about you know because of your hands like you look for things that are more you know <laughs> on you um, and and gloves and things like that brian you mentioned the spf clothing
2: And
1: uh, <laughs> anthony had to do a pop-in real quick yeah no, that's, right. that's
0: right um so what are some recommendations that you guys would give other detailers and, and that maybe they can start working on now before they completely wreck themselves.
1: Well, well, the first thing I would just say, real quick, is is go to the doctor. It's very simple. Just go to go to a general practitioner, get a physical. If you haven't done one already, you need to. That's the basic thing. I was lucky enough that I'd already been going to a doctor because uh, I have Graves' disease, which is not an immune disorder, where I had an overactive thyroid, and they took my thyroid out. Uh, oh. And so I had to go every year anyway because I have to have my blood checked uh, to make sure my levels are correct so they can increase or decrease the level of, uh, of thyroid medication that they give me. And so when I would go in there, that was when I would start to talk about, man, my, you know, I got a little hitch in my giddy up, the shoulder's starting to hurt or this right. is hurting. Um, and it was being able to, to have them look at that kind of stuff and figure and then go, all right, you need to go see um, because I already had a gp it's very easy to get a referral to an orthopedist so first things first go to the doctor because you know uh, for a lot of us you know just like what brian was saying he wasn't going to the doctor what well you were saying you, you weren't going to the doctor um having that just go in make sure everything's good make sure there's you know stuff right because uh, i think that's the simplest thing second listen right. to your wife uh she tells you to slow down she probably
2: slow down yeah. <laughs> or if she says, eat carrots, eat carrots. Yeah. <laughs> with Levi, as far as the doctor, that's one thing I wish I would have did a long time ago is go to see the doctor. So luckily I have a good one now, so who's very thorough. Um, the other thing is, is where your PPE, especially respirators. 15 years of these chemicals, um, I have some scarring on my lungs. It's, it's nothing that's affecting yep. me right now, but breathing in the acids and the solvents and all of that fun stuff and the compounds, you don't wear them because you think you're tough and it doesn't really smell that bad so you just are like screw it but it starts to really get to you over time just just looking at the sds sheets you'll see what it'll do to you and i never took it seriously so now i do and i wear a respirator when i'm working with a lot of the chemicals but that would be a, a big suggestion of mine and just be mindful of your health you know don't be Eating pizzas and hot dogs every day, <laughs> or drinking tons of energy drinks every day, but uh, just be more mindful. Yeah, I do.
3: <laughs> Brian, what about you? My advice, man. Uh, I don't, like. I'm always intimidated to throw my advice out anymore. <laughs> uh,
0: my uh, how about your my, how about your view? How about your views? maybe my, people can my view would be find another hobby <laughs> <laughs> yeah but what if because it's not a hobby it's their it's their job i mean it's their it's their livelihood it's their career that's exactly that's exactly the problem yeah. you know
3: but like we create that you know i i know that everything that's happened is because of something that i created yeah you know, and uh i wasn't planning long enough into the future you know what I mean? I was basically thinking, yep, I'm going to detail cars till the day I'm dead. You know, last car I detail is going to be a Porsche. You know what I mean? I've said a ton, I've said a ton of stupid stuff over the years. You know what I mean? But when I said it, I, I was actually being passionate about it. I was being genuine about it. Um, but like I said, you know, like when your day's numbered, it's numbered, you know what I mean? So like if, and if you don't plan for an abrupt stop. Like, like I said, like my situation was an abrupt stop, which dude, I cried for six months straight. You know what I mean? Like, like nobody saw that, you know what I mean? But like, I cried for six months straight because I couldn't detail a car, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so like, it was like, but you, but basically you can't plan on that you know what I mean? Like you can't say, okay, one day something's going to happen to me because you just don't know, you know? Uh, And my thing is, is that I built so much of my life, 110% of it was around auto detailing that I didn't consider anything else. You know what I mean? I didn't consider, okay, if, if like this happens, I'll do this. Or if this happens, I'll do that. You know? Um, my circumstances were very lucky with me being with Swiss Vax. Otherwise I would be struggling like immensely, you know, Swiss Vax really came, stepped up to the plate and saved my ass in 2016. They basically said, Hey, Brian, we heard about your circumstance. You know, do you want to help us? And, uh, and I said, yeah, I can, cause there's something I can do, you right. know? Um, but was I, was I ever planning on that? No. Did I ever plan on work? for another you know what i mean like in my in my thought process i was like i had my own company i had my own business i had my own agenda you know what i mean and i was moving in that direction you know but uh but like i said when the stuff doesn't or when you know when uh if it doesn't work out you know what i mean you have to you have to have another plan and that's where like i said for myself over this last like my my cancer treatment started in 2016 and I've been searching for myself for five years now. You know what I mean? Right. For five years, I've been trying to rediscover right. who, like, what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do. And like, I've just been lucky enough that I've got really great friends, local by here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and like, I can I, 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 can go throw down in a car with, you know, some local friends or I can go work here or work there, but that's is not my agenda you know what i mean but it's uh it's like so uh, luckily i've luckily i've skated by this far put it that way but right. at the end of the day if i told you it was easy no it's been a complete mind death you right. know i've like i'm trying to drive with myself
0: yeah and that's one of the things that i i guess you know for you and levi you know you guys both had companies that kind of maybe you know, like you, like you just mentioned and, and Levi mentioned, kind of swooped in to kind of somewhat save you or, or help you. Um, but not everybody has that ability. I mean, it's not like everybody's you know, applying at the rag company or applying for Swissfax or, you know, Rupes or Flex or wherever. Um, so not everybody has that capability. And I think what, you know, thankfully my wife is very good with managing money and things like that um that she's setting us up for when i'm done like i don't have to worry about trying to okay what am i going to do when i can't detail anymore it'll be like which beach am i going to hang out on and i think that's one thing a lot of detailers don't set themselves up for is the what if you know in your situation when you got cancer and you were down in a whole year like most guys can't. Dude, if I
3: had to be real, like if, like, cause like I've, I've known Levi for a number of years, for example. And if I looked at Levi and I said, Hey dude, you're going to work at the rag company until you're 80 years old. Like, okay, that's what 40 or 30, 39, 38 more years, dude. You're really yeah. going to be the rag. So like, it's equivalent to asking me, Hey Brian, will you be working for Swiss Vex for 40 more years? The chances are, yeah. you know what I mean? Like life Sorry. chances, life chances for any one of us is these things are not forever you know oh, no, whether no, it's business not. working for a company like we're not we're, we're we're all we're all dispensable and 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 we all have our time limit you know yeah. what i mean with it certain things so we have to be prepared for that
0: right and that's the thing i don't think a lot of people do prepare i mean some people can't handle you know not having work for a day let alone yeah you know, being in a situation like you were, where they're, they're down for a whole year, you know, and, and I know you've mentioned it to me before, you know, when you, when you and I have talked, you know, and, and especially in this industry and how quick changing it is that year for you, you know, like blew past you. You didn't, you didn't, you came back to like, what, huh? What's going on? (laughs) That's
3: just it. You know, like, I mean, you know for anybody listening we have to have that if we fall off the bike we got to get back on it you know what right I mean? so that's that's that you have to achieve you know so if we if if we fall we have to get up we got to keep going but you know it's uh it's you know kind of what we learn along the way you know i'm a i'm a big believer in all the stuff that i don't like right now as opposed to to the stuff that I do like is kind of irrelevant. I'm more accustomed to telling myself of all the stuff that I don't like, you know? So right. I, and, and this kind of simplifies. Right. Well, well
1: I, I, I think the hardest thing is I, I try to think back what I would have done if I would have had my shop. And the focus would have been trying to manage my business and put the right people in to run the business, the day-to-day stuff and do the work for me. There's always a crowd of younger kids that can that can do it right. that you can bring in. It's the matter of investing in proper training, investing in proper techniques, investing in the right chemicals and setup and you know, I look at, at my team that I had and I look at how easily, you know, it worked for my guys to transition um, into a shop there's the, the problem is they're still working and they're not taking that advice, but they've changed what they're doing. They're not they're not slinging polishers all day. They've hired a couple younger kids to run machines and the two of them just just work on coding cars and PPFing and they're lucky right. that they get to do that. They're right. busy in it, but they're using a different set of muscles for their body. They're using right. a different, different uh actions so they're not you know they're probably sore from other stuff now but they're they're not they're not getting sore and damaged they're you know they're indoors thankfully so you know like my guy when he gets back he can he can he's still going to be inside he's not outside he's gonna have to change a lot of his other lifestyle stuff that he wants to do but um but he's got he's got young kids too and it's it's making sure that he's there for them and helping them. You know, but I I was fortunate. I'll say that a thousand times. I was fortunate uh, for the rag company at the right time when they came along. And my goal is finally looking into retirement and looking into what do I need to do? Because when I was 20, my dad harped on me about it. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. And I was like, yeah, okay, old man, like I'm not I'm not going to worry about that. But now, you know, my dad's an old man and he's retired and I'm seeing the stuff he's getting to do now with his retirement and i'm like oh man i i wish i could have been doing that i wish i could have you know i look at it and go no that's what i want to do that's that's what i want to do now and and it's looking into that and going like okay how how you know i'm probably always going to have to clean cars i i I know that it's going to be a side gig but how do i set uh, yeah how do i teach maybe my children how to do something right can i can i teach them how to fix leather properly that maybe we can start a little leather company and they can take that on and I can kind of help manage it with them. And and that can give us a little bit of income. How can I teach them how to detail? You know, I'm going to teach my boy and my daughter how to detail cars a little bit and keep a little side game going, or maybe wrapping cars, you know, Um, how can I do as a dad, teach my children to hopefully help me in my old age, you know, can so i come truly, up with
3: somebody it's so true man
1: my goal is to work here till i you know i told i told jeff and carolyn my goal is to head out of the rag company feet first at my desk when i die i don't know if that's ever going to happen <laughs> but you know how do i go about it and just in case that doesn't right you right. know what do i what games do i have out you know have i put out beforehand to make sure that i'm okay and that my kids are okay
2: so
3: right it's always hard you know like in this business we're always in a rush you know like we're always you know we always have to we always have to like i said you know like i know where my where my attitude was to stay ahead of her it was always in a rush you know like one of the things i've learned is is that i don't have to be in a rush you know what i mean like we have time if, if, if our health allows it, yeah. <laughs> but if, you know, if, if our, if our health allows it, we have enough time. So basically my thought is, is like, after the first year of being down, I was, I, I figured, you know, if I have, you know, one year down or five years down, what's the point? I mean, I mean, what's we're like, what's the real difference right, to get back to it for, you know what I mean? Cause I, if I wait five years or six years or 10 years, I could always relaunch an auto detailing business. You yeah. know what I mean? I can you know what I mean? Like it's a, uh, so basically, you know, I've like not like trying not to be in a rush, you know, like that's a, that's a hard thing to do, but it's um, like Levi said, you know, I'm, I'll be more inclined because I have kids right now. I'll be more inclined to like take my time in teaching them and trying to pass the knowledge to them so that or to, you know what I mean, whoever's willing to so that so that they can take and carry that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of know that, like, you know, I, but like it, it's basically like Levi kind of said too. like at some point we have to pass the torch, you know right. what I mean? And as, and as parents, it's, it's so much easier to say, um, you know, but I think once we understand that our that our lot in life is, is to pass the torch and not carry it you know what i mean like it, like if you would have told me that even when i had kids in my earlier years of having kids i would have been like oh that's crazy talk you know yeah. um but as a as i'm an older parent now like i understand that my point in life is it's it's actually not for me anymore you know so it's uh you know trying to trying to figure that out it was long with you know figuring out what it is that we are going to do with ourselves after this, because I mean, dude, there's so many guys who I respect like, you know, Jose Fernandez and uh, Dave and uh, Robert and so many names, you know what I mean? Who have like years on me and are still at it hardcore every day, day in and day out. You know what I mean? And like, I know it hurts. You know what I mean? Like, I know it hurts. Um, You know, and it's (sighs) a like if you have if you still have the physical capability to get it then like my thought is is to get it you know um you know but if uh if we are restricted in some type of physical manner which you know is i guess what this episode is about you know what i mean being being somewhat tied uh mike phillips he's an he's an awesome inspiration you know he'll tell you he'll tell you to get back on your horse and keep going and i love him for that you know like There's so many, there's so many people in this industry that, you know what I mean, are going to keep us going, you know? So like the industry itself is, uh, is very motivating, but it's, we have to take into consideration how we're going to pass it always, always, because this is, you know, it's really not about me building a big business, you know what I mean? It's not about me having a spotlight on me, you know? um it's but what what we can you know pass along and you know to carry on all this all this all this silliness that we've learned (laughs) you know (laughs) we can't do it forever clearly yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. that's true yeah well i mean uh, detailing is silly (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. well that's that's all i've got guys um i know it's you know it's kind of late for me Brian and Walt, well, I mean, not late, but it's eating in the family time. I know Levi's driving home, so he's gonna be with his family. Um, we're also running out of time again. Um, so <laughs> for, for everybody who listens to this and maybe has some further questions um, or concerns or whatever, and would maybe wanna reach out to you guys, um, where are they gonna find you guys? Facebook, Instagram? Private messages, whatever. Um, Where can we find you guys?
2: So I'm at that detail guy Walt for Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. So nice and easy.
0: That detail or Walt? That detail guy Walt. Walt. Brian, how about you?
3: Myself, I'm at AO Wheels and SwissFax USA. Um, You know, any of the social media platforms for those, I'll. I'll uh, get back to you if you if you call me and your name is not programmed in my phone. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> you know, I might miss calls, but uh, getting me on the getting me on any one of the social media platforms, you know, um, I'm, I'm definitely more inclined to help with uh, these types of situations than I am with your paint defects. Yeah,
1: <laughs> thank you. Go. Well, and you can find me anywhere. No, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, just rag company, Levi, uh, or Levi Gates on Facebook and then, uh, anything at the rag company you can hit me up on. So uh, very simple guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, I'm like Brian, I'd much rather talk about physical problems than, uh, paint stuff. Um, you know, I, I think back to those days when that was all how we got to know each other. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. We're all people and we can polish cars all day long. But when you've got family issues, when you got kid issues, when you've got, you know, problems, I've got, I've got a daughter with special needs and a son with type one diabetes. So right. um, I deal with autism and, and uh, diabetes on a day in day out business with my kids and, you know, I, I look at the problems and issues that I have far outweigh, you know, anything that, you know, I mean, my kids' issues. I should say far away any of my issues. Yeah. And, and and my and job if anybody is to keep my arms moving and my legs moving so that I can help them in the long run.
0: Right. And if anybody and wants,
1: that's, that's anybody, care
0: about. anybody wants help with pain issues, that's that's where the groups are for. And you guys are in the groups. Right. I, I've I've seen you guys comment yep. a lot, but but yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, if anybody's got any, obviously any maybe uh, concerns, like I said, you know, Levi, before I've, I've listened to your podcast and there's a lot of things that that you look at before buying with your brushes, handles, trigger sprayers, things like yep. that, gloves, you know, anti-shock gloves and things like that. So if anybody wants to, I guess, hit you up about that or, hey, if they want to talk to you about microfiber and towels and stuff, I guess yeah (laughs) that's right um well guys i I appreciate it thank you for doing this um hopefully somebody will learn something from this i know i have from talking to you guys i mean i I know all you guys kind of personally and and some of your issues but you know talking to you in a situation like this i think is kind of you know giving me a little bit more insight um so again thank you for doing this i really appreciate it
3: thank you alex
0: yes sir yeah uh, thanks for having us and, and I will talk to you guys soon. I appreciate it. All right. I won't Photoshop you this week. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. You guys have a nice evening. Thank Take care. You. All right, talk guys. You later. Thank
3: have you. Have fun. Bye. See ya.
0: Okay, everybody. Um, so that's the wrap on season two. I really hope you guys um, got something out of this episode on health and wellness um i've known these guys for a while now and and some of their ailments and it's made me really think uh about what i do in detailing um levi had a great thing about stretching that's something that i don't do probably like many of us and probably should do um so you know there's a lot to look look to in this episode and, and learn from this episode and i hope even if just one of you out there um get something out of this to to further better yourself and your health and your wellness uh then then hey man it's it's a win um one of the things i didn't think about and, and brian kind of mentioned is uh depression uh i know there's a lot of people in this industry that do suffer from depression and it, when it hits them it hits them pretty hard um and that's something I, I wish I would have thought about you know maybe we could have talked a little bit more about that but there's definitely always room for more episodes uh, we could talk about getting into some of the other uh, problems that detailers face as far as you know with their health and their well-being mind right and things like that so uh, again it's this has been a lot of fun I really appreciate doing this and I Appreciate all the feedback that I get from everybody who listen to the show and tell me that we're doing a good job. So follow us, uh, wherever you listen, subscribe, um, hit the little bell so you get the notifications when episodes drop. There is a feature on the doubt on the anchor page where you can leave us a voice message or you can leave us a text message, leave us, leave me, um, and you know give me some feedback let me know what you guys think um if you guys have a an idea or a topic or something we can change um let me know Uh, i'm always looking to make sure that i keep this fresh enough for you guys to listen to that's where the what's on your mind episodes with jason kind of comes in i know some people have expressed that they like the little bit longer um style or format versus kind of what i do with the interviewing where we're kind of right around that 45 to 50 minute range um let me know if those are going well for you guys i mean if an hour and a half to two hours is too long um i don't know uh, that's they kind of seem right at an hour and a half to two hours uh, so again i want to thank you guys for listening um and in and, and just being there Um, Taking the time out of your days uh, This is a lot of fun for me So take care I'm going to get working on my list for uh, Season 3 I'm already kind of working up some names Got to talk to some people Make sure they want to do it And then we'll do Get working on that I won't take so long in between this episode And the start of season 3 Like I did with season 2 Just because that couple of weeks Kind of drove me nuts So I do like Doing this. It's fun. So, you guys have a great day, evening, night, wherever, whatever time you're listening to this. And the motto going into 2021 is uh, more shine and less shade. So, let's try to, you know, do that. Let's try to boost each other up and not talk so much um, negativity towards everybody. Um, Take care.